In a few decades, Africa is poised to have the world's largest workforce, surpassing India and even China. As the world undergoes a digital skills revolution, what does this mean for Nigeria's children and youth? What does the future of work look like for Nigeria? Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Education Unscripted podcast. This podcast is proudly brought to you by the National Innovation Collaborative for Education, NICE. Education Unscripted is your gateway channel to unpacking education issues in Nigeria and Africa. I am Lyo. And I am Yuti. Welcome. Today, we are joined by Toyo Dukoya, Head of Human Resources at the Education Partnership Center, and we will be discussing the topic, the future of work in Nigeria. Thank you, Toyo, for joining us on today's episode. We are delighted to have you here. Can you tell us a bit about yourself and what you do at TEP Center? Thank you, Laya. Thank you, Yuti, for having me. You're welcome. My name is Toyo Dukoya, and like Yuti said, I am the Head of Human Resources at the Education Partnership Center. And I basically handle the whole recruitment and selection of right staff for the organization. All right, so thank you for joining us. We believe that this topic will be right down your alley. So the topic is the future of work in Nigeria, and the idea really is to understand the requirements for work even as you know, the world is changing and what work readiness for our young people means. So such skills like problem solving, creativity, uh, critical thinking, and even digital skills like programming, data analytics, social media, these skills are becoming increasingly more in demand in the workplace mm-hmm. over basic academic skills or technical work. So based on your experience as a human resource professional, what is your opinion about the work readiness of our young people in Nigeria? Okay, thank you for that. Um, I would say the employability skills in Nigeria has become very imperative in the present day due to the prevailing unemployment rates mm. and graduates fail to possess the 21st century skills and competences that employers require. Now, this, this are being able to work in a team, having innovative skills, communication skills, problem solving, like you said, just basic soft skills, time management, work ethics, and what have you. So I would say, in as much as your hard skills might get your resume looked at, it is the soft skills that get you to stand out and get you hired. Okay. I see. Okay, so Tony, I feel that as the HR professional that you are, right, um, when you're recruiting or when you're trying to hire for the organization, there's certain things that you have to look out for. I know for sure that there's certain technical or even, you know, basic soft skills that you have to look out for. So can you tell us a bit about this? When you're thinking about the future of work and thinking about recruitment of employees, how do you merge that? And what are the skill sets that you look for, you know, when thinking about the future of work? Okay, thank you for that. So in thinking about the future of work, here at the the Education Partnership Center, we look out for three C's. So that's the chemistry, the competence, and the character. Oh, okay. Now, 
Yes, we target the three C's and that's what we basically set our recruitment structure and our recruitment um, process on. The chemistry is being able to have that connection with the with the teammates. Yes, with the teammates or the potential employee employee. Oh, employee. Okay. Yes. So we ensure that you know there's this chemistry. You know, you don't want to have someone come into the organization and you're not able to have that rapport, or the person doesn't have a good rapport with with their fellow, fellow colleagues. Yes. Yeah, so you ensure colleagues. that the chemistry is a check. The competency has to be a check. That means the person can do what they claim they can do. That is, if it's the being the programmer, you can actually write programs. If it's um, being um, a project manager, you can actually handle and manage different pro end -to -end projects. End-to-end project management. Yes, end-to-end -end project management. So different um, hard skills like that. So we try to merge what you have on paper to what you can actually do when you come into the organization. And the, the third one is character. Character is very important because it's who we are. You know, <laughs> what you do, how you live your life, it will tell in the quality of work you produce in an organization so yes the character has to match so that means you have to have good work ethics you have to be professional in everything you do you have to have integrity you have to have um, a good work excellence basically i think it's interesting that out of three criteria that you have for mm -hmm. recruiting a person two out of three have nothing to do with the hard skills, the hard skills exactly i think that that's very telling about what is required in the workplace and just how we need to think as beyond um, you know actors and education professionals going forward so looking at the current turn of things in the global economy you know the world is changing and at this point it's changing literally every, every day, day. Yes. <laughs> yes. especially in the wake of the coronavirus pandemic so in your opinion how open do you think nigerian employers are to the idea of remote work and how do you think that this would affect morale in the workplace um, productivity and performance well the remote work culture is not common in nigeria simply because most employers are still a little skeptical about still a little skeptical about its implication on their company's survival and their company's growth. Mm -hmm. So in my opinion, I think Nigerian employers should actually consider remote working for employees, not just because of this whole COVID-19 pandemic, but beyond this, once we are able to go past this, it should be an option for most employers. There are several benefits to working remotely. One is impro improved productivity okay. from the employees. Um, two, it reduces the overhead costs for the organization. Three, companies are able to tap into a wider, a wider pool of talents. Now, mm. for the first point, that's the improved productivity, you realize that being able to have your employees work remotely helps them save time and even costs on the commute down to the office and back home. So in a town like Lagos or in a city like Lagos mm. where, you know, traffic, traffic is... Traffic overload. <laughs> so, yes, if we have more people, you know, wake up in the morning, you sit down in a, a corner of your home, you can even still be in your pajamas, but you get your work done and you are if effective and efficient because you don't have to wake up at five in the morning trying to rush down to the bus station to get a bus to get to work on time. So yes, you have um, a better chance of, at having adequate work-life balance. 
improved productivity as well as having you know just a, a balance really in your 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 work life and also in the output of your work work i mean the follow-up to that is that you know now the coronavirus has forced us to consider you know remote work options because you know we're just talking about culture but do you think that post this pandemic it's something that we can practically say for example how do you see that working remotely or or employees beginning to tell you that uh you know the internet is not working oh there's no light at all oh the generator <laughs> is not working you know how do employers manage that balance and what should what as an employee what is expected of me i think um, to answer your first question where you said, you know, banks, how are they going to function? The remote work system cannot work for everyone. And even if you're going to consider having your employees work remotely, it can't be everybody in the organization working remotely. So you could have a system where, you know, you transition into it slowly. So maybe you have um, two days a week where some people work remotely and then some other people work remotely and other days where okay, so it's so rotational. Yes, okay. That way, not everybody's out of the office at the same time. at the same time for Monday to Fridays, and another thing is um, the remote work option would work best if the there's adequate trust. So that means that the company has to be able to trust the employees, and the employees have to be able to give what it is that they're required to give. So the fact that you're working remotely doesn't mean oh that's time to faff and just sit at home and just you know yeah. not do what Enjoy, you're supposed to yeah. do. Yes. So the company would have to put some certain measures in in place to ensure that you know the product the performance is being measured. You'll be able to manage people's times. You also need to keep the line of communication open. That way, yeah. you'd have like a feedback session and interactive yeah. se session between the workers and the employers. And then, you know, you're still kept abreast in what is happening if there are um, areas where they're struggling or areas where, you know, they need some sort of input from the organization or not. And also, you would still have to have sessions where, you know, you have like team bonding activities exactly. where exactly. everybody has to come to the office or, you know, go to a remote place and just connect with your fellow colleagues and still know what is happening in their private lives as well as in their work life. I mean, I really like that answer because um, what you said in particular about trust between the employer and the employer, and I think that takes us back to the point you made earlier about the soft skills being more important, you know, well, you know, I need to be able to more, more important. I think significantly <laughs> more, like, <laughs> more important because I would hate to have an employee who calls me every morning that his generator is not working. You know, that would be problematic. The stress. So when you're recruiting, you're not just... If you have somebody who can code, I don't know, five programs paper, paper. Yeah. But cannot manage his resources, solve problems, or think creatively. You know, you would rather take the slower programmer, but can think creatively, solve problems quicker. And I think that's very important for us to know going forward. Yeah. Okay. Aside, um, if I may add to that, UT, aside talents and skill sets, I mean, it takes a whole lot of self-discipline from the employee to be able to do what it is that is required of them. So yes, that can also be one of the soft skills that should be looked for while recruiting. Okay, Tony, so I believe that we cannot talk about the future of work without talking about technology. Like technology is it's just something that has to be touched upon when you're discussing the future of work, right? So what role do you see technology playing 
um, you know, in the future of work in Nigeria? Exactly how do you think that technology will influence the future of work? Yes. Well, the evolution of technology is fast changing and it's affecting individual lifestyles and also redefining the future of work. I believe that with time, would have um, artificial intelligence and even robots, like I say, being developed to replace. No, Compliment. Maybe compliment. Okay. Yes. Let me use a softer, a softer <laughs> term. Maybe compliment most of the manual jobs that we already have. You yeah. know, some human beings doing. The irony of that is that these artificial intelligence or the robots will be created by humans. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. that's that's still where you know the digital technology would eventually get to, and only employees with the right digital skills will be required or needed to take up the digital jobs that would eventually have in the future. Interesting. So yeah, essentially it's saying to all of us to begin to look closer at acquiring um, digital skills. Yes. Digital skills. Because you know, so. that's where the future is headed. Well, right now we can say we've already started that. I mean, there was a time where our parents didn't used to use WhatsApp for videos, or didn't even know what WhatsApp was yeah. or is. And now you'd see them the sending you work everything that comes exactly that comes <laughs> in. And even if you're talking about remote working for staff, a lot of people are going to be having WhatsApp um, groups or groups. WhatsApp video calls yes. for you know your meetings and unit meetings and what have you. So yes, technology is already playing its parts now, and we just have to go with the technology trend and keep abreast with what's new developments there is i mean if i may share my personal experience so mm. i am somebody that i trust technology to a certain extent right you know so there's this new app or there's a new tool say, oh it's the best thing since sliced bread and <laughs> i watch very carefully <laughs> before i join because i really because technology is faulty that's just the truth my computer is when it hangs it hangs that's the limit of the power of technology mm -hmm. you know but i think at the beginning of the year just working with my teammates i began to get more frustrated about my own digital revolution anything everything analog began to irritate me i just felt you know things are moving a little slower sure. Fast forward six weeks later, coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> and that just halts everything. You know, and then suddenly the reality of my world is that we have to rely on technology, technology significantly more. So I do think that, you know, it's not a stretch to say that everybody does need to begin to consider digital skills. Our education systems also need to begin to prepare our children for that reality. Okay, so Tony, I'm going to take us away from this technology conversation. We're going to, perhaps we'll come right back to it, but I, okay, there's something on my mind right now. If you consider that organizations, like big organizations, like the Googles of this world are, you know, they no longer require college degrees to hire people. Do you think that Nigeria might come to that place soon enough where, you know, recruitment or hiring people will be based on what you can do, how you can prove yourself rather than, oh, I have an MSc or I have a PhD or things like that. Do you think that that's a possibility somewhere in the nearest future for Nigeria? Yes, I do. Oh, really? Yes, I do. Simply because of the fact that if we still go back to the first um, 
discussion where we talked about soft skills mm -hmm. I said something about even if you have a very good resume mm -hmm. and you sit in front of me and you're not able to sell yourself well then you're not going to be employed mm -hmm. so it depends on how well you're able to sell yourself some people might not go to you know they might not pass through the four corners of school like you know we might call it but they're able to pick up things so fast and they're fast learners they're creative and they're innovative I would want to go with that kind of person who I know that okay has the um, basic understanding at least can speak good English there's some people that even finish the university and they speak impeccably well mm -hmm. and some people will tell you they're MSc students or MSc graduates and they're cannot write they cannot email. even write an email mm -hmm. properly and put the proper punctuation so with that you begin to question the level of the education, education really, really. So yes, I think with time, Nigeria will get there. Anyways, Tony, thank you so much for your valuable insights and everything that you've shared with us today. I'm so sure that our listeners have learned a whole lot from our time with you. Thank you. Uh, now we have come to the end of today's episode of Education of Script Unscripted. Um, we do hope that our listeners, you had a nice time listening to us. Please feel free to share your comments and questions and suggestions with us. We look forward to hearing from you. You can reach us on Twitter at nice underscore innovate or via email at nice at tepcenter.com. Again, it's just nice at underscore <laughs> at nice underscore innovate. Yes. Or via or... email at nice at tepcenter.com. Yes. So that's center with an R E actually, not an E R. Yes, please. <laughs> important. Yes, important to note. Anyway, so ensure that you subscribe to our podcast on Anchor or on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or any of your favorite podcast platform. And uh, see, see you next time. time.